Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Broadcast started. Coming up next, Evangelist Victor Mravlag. Here we go. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Good morning over there. How y'all doing? Hey, good morning, Shannon. Brother EJ, good to hear your voice, my friend. That's always good to hear you, too. You all ready to get rolling? I'm ready, if you're ready, and your audience is ready. We're ready. Everybody, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here on November 10th, 2023. We've got Dr. E.J. Buckhart in the house, World Ministries International. Brother E.J., do you want to open us up in prayer? Certainly. Dearly Father, once again, we just thank you, Lord, for who you are, Lord for your love, your mercy, your understanding of who we are, Lord. And as we repent, we can come and receive forgiveness, Lord. Oh, you are a gracious God, Lord. 
I lift up all these people that are going to be hearing this message today that Dr. Hans has done with a couple of interviews. Powerful, powerful interviews, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that it'll touch the hearts. Not only touch the hearts of the listeners, Lord, but they will listen and put into action what needs to be done in these trying times that we're living in. There's nothing for us to fear of these times we're living in. But we need to be strong in the Lord, allow the Holy Spirit to work through us so that we can change the lives of those people who are out there seeking and cannot find any truth because you are the truth. And only when we turn our lives over to you and your son, Jesus, can we have that victory and that peace and that joy. And we give you thanks and praise in Jesus name. Amen. Okay, today. We're going to be listening to two powerful interviews that Dr. Hansen did, one with Roy Kindle, who's lived in, in uh, Israel for 33 years. I've had him in my home. We've had him here at the ministry, a great musician, but also a great man of God. And he'll be giving us an insight into Hamas's propaganda, and which is so important for us to know. And the second one will be with Apostolic Leader Eric Hurd, we've had him on the program before, and he once again, he'll be talking concerning the current events taking place in Islam and how it may affect to Russia and China. So sit back now, open up your hearts and your minds, and hear this wonderful interviews. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Please check my website out, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. We have to have another great awakening. Eagles Saving Nations. Special guest, Roy Kindle. Reverend Kindle, actually, I call him Roy. He goes by Roy. He's a very down-to-earth fellow. He's a minister of the gospel. And he lives in Jerusalem. He's been there many years now. I'm going to let him tell you how many. Roy, welcome back to the Warning Program. Always nice to be with you. Well, it's good being with you. Roy, we've been friends for a very long time. I think I first met you, frankly, at a Ken Gobb Idea Exchange years ago. Yeah. Yes. And we just went from there. I've been with you mm-hmm. in Israel a lot, been in your home. We've been to the Knesset many times together. Frankly, we've gone all through Israel together. We have, uh, and other countries. And uh, That's right. That's right. I had you yeah. as one of the people at the World Holy Spirit Conference in Korea when I was helping to choose speakers and worshipers, entertainers. And so, in fact, Roy, Dr. Kim is planning to do another one next year. Okay, great. It all sort of came crashing down during the COVID thing. As many things did, right. But hes I think he's gearing it up to do it again. So anyway, yeah, Roy is a tremendous minister of the gospel and worship and grand piano. And he has played for all sorts of people there in Israel, as well as other places around the world. Roy, why don't you introduce yourself as far as your ministry and what you're doing in Israel? Okay, we've been there 33 years to answer your 
earlier question and moved there in 1990, just in time for front row seats to the Gulf War. Wow. And so he went through both Gulf Wars and intifadas and uprisings. One thing we've learned so that now that this one is happening, they're all temporary. Yes. And they have a beginning and an ending and God shows up every time and people see and know that he is God because of what he does. We're looking forward to the God stories that are already coming out of this and that will continue. God called us there 100% by faith. We had co-pastored a church in Vero Beach, Florida for 12 years before that. Thought everything was going wonderful until God just surprised us and we got invited to move uh, my wife and I and our two small children at the time to uh, Jerusalem by faith to work with the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem as a volunteer. When they said they couldn't pay me anything, I said, that can't be God. That's impossible. (laughs) And God reminded us that he does impossible things and he's been providing for us for 33 years. We teach and preach and mentor and train people. We lead worship for, as you said, events in the Knesset and other government events, but also uh, conferences that come through Israel. We travel again by faith. God has taken me to, I think the last count was 66 nations. Wow. Most recent being Japan. And we've just completed a Hebrew-Japanese worship CD because Japanese people, we found out, Love the Hebrew language and the uh, Jewish Hebrew music. That 1% Christian-believing population of Japan, we believe that through the message of Israel, that's going to change. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in today, Roy, just the other day, was on my program again. That was a great program. We're not going to go over what we covered then, but it was a great program. And so if you did not get a chance to watch it or listen to it, you can go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Our television and radio programs are on there seven days a week, and we're on seven days a week, trying to reach the multitudes around the world for Jesus Christ. Now, the world is facing the possibility of a nuclear war. I'm sending out an article soon, Roy, titled Mohammed, the Quran, Hamas and Israel. Now, on October 7, 2023, Hamas infiltrated Israel through the Gaza, initially killing over 1,400 Jews, kidnapping over 200 people, raping women and beheading babies. People don't realize how things can, out of nowhere, you know, out of nowhere, the world can change. And, you know, you and I were together earlier this year. We were in the Knesset together, the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. And out of nowhere at that time, none of our leaders there that we talked to, I was actually, I talked with people for three days, world leaders, but nobody thought that this would happen. Exactly. And just out, of, don't know. out of nowhere, it happened. You know, that's the way things are. Nobody thought that, again, at the time, Kuwait would have been invaded by Saddam Hussein, but out of nowhere, he did. And exactly. so we're living in those times that things come out of nowhere, Roy. That's true. That's exactly right. And people often think, well, that's Israel, especially if you're in America or other countries, that's far away. And they think that's somebody else's problem, but they don't realize that Israel is is taking this on the chin first because the people that are doing this to Israel fully intend when they're finished with Israel to come to America. Israel is called the 
The little Satan in America is called the big Satan. Well, that's exactly right. I know Hamas, you know, they've been offered uh, five times by the Israeli government a two-state solution, turned them down every time because in their charter, they don't want peace. They want to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. And then they're coming after America. Roy? Right. What they've done is they've taken the suppressed Palestinian people issue There is suppression to a degree. Israel has to, for its own protection, has to clamp down on different segments of the Palestinian, so-called Palestinian, that's another issue, the so-called Palestinian people. Because of so many uprisings, they have to keep a heavy hand to keep things under control. But it has created a suppressed environment for many of those Arab Palestinian people What Hamas did was even convince those people, as well as the world, that what their goal is, is to correct the suppression problem of the Palestinian people. But that's not it. So people say, well, okay, Hamas did what they did was terrible. They went too far. But it all started because of this suppression that Israel has kept the Palestinian people under. And it finally just erupted to this explosive reaction. You know, the Bible says, be not ignorant of Satan's devices. It's a clever cover that they've done. So they make the world think it's because of what Israel did to the Palestinian people that they have risen up. When, as you said, it was in their very charter, their whole purpose Even if there was no suppression, they are formed entirely to wipe Israel off the map, to get rid of the Jewish people first, and then they move on to the West. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, the Bible says truth takes away deception, prayer brings conviction. And there's propaganda trying to brainwash the whole world into believing a lie. As you know, they attacked Hamas civilians purposely. Yes. Now, You and I both know different leaders in Israel. I mean, not only in the Knesset, but even generals and things like this. I've interviewed them in their very homes. Israel purposely tries to have the people get out of the way, give plenty warning. But the Hamas wants to use those people in Gaza as human shields. They don't want them out of the way. They don't mind them dying, and they just use it for propaganda. Roy? They actually have even fired on the Palestinian people, the Gazan people that tried to leave when Israel warned them. And they told them, don't leave. You need to be willing to die for Allah. I've heard uh, stories of even where they have taken people's car keys away from them so that they couldn't get away in the car. They blockaded the road so that the people can't get out. And so they're holding the people in. And as uh, I think most of the world has heard by now, They actually fire their rockets from underneath hospitals and schools and civilian areas, stockpile them, fire them from there, actually operate from underneath there so that if Israel tries to attack them, they end up hitting civilians. You're exactly right. And so this is what truth takes away deception. People need to understand the truth. You've lived in Israel now, Jerusalem, 33 years. I see every time I go uh, how uh, Jew, Christian, Muslim uh, live peaceably in Israel uh, and how, again, uh, the Arabs who have Israeli citizenship, they like it. They they don't want to lose it. And uh, you have them also in the Knesset. So, I mean – there, There is this type of working in unity and love on all sides. Uh, the people in, in 
Israel, the the Muslims, so to speak, they don't want to lose their uh, their their good life right now. Exactly, uh, they won't they won't say that to a television camera or to a radio microphone or an interview in print uh, because they can't go on record as saying that, or they will be considered a collaborator. They're called, and uh, those who do usually end up uh, in uh, the desert somewhere. Um, they find them dead somewhere uh, or tortured or, or, or whatever. But um, uh, so they don't do that. But if they can tell you and many of them do tell us and many other people privately, as long as they don't feel their name is going to be connected to it, they tell you we have much greater freedom, many more rights under Israeli government rule than we do uh, any Sharia law or uh, actually they have more democratic rights. And Israel is the only democratic country in the whole Middle East. So they have far more freedom in Israel than they would any other Arab country in the region. Well, that's totally true. And and um, the people living in Gaza, if they could, they would get rid of Hamas. So they, they actually don't want Hamas. They're, they're intimidated. They're afraid. And uh, they themselves are persecuted and even killed if they don't back Hamas in their opinion enough. If you don't back Islam enough, then they have a right to come after you. Exactly. Um, What many uh, uh, Westerners don't understand is it's a whole different mindset. Leadership is not based on who has the best ideas? I think I like them. I like them better than this person or I have rights or uh, they violated my rights. It's based entirely on who has the power, who has the strength. If somebody can rise up uh, that is so powerful and then and then they become your ruler, when they tell you to do something, for the most part, you don't say, well, I don't like that. You do it because you're told to do it and you, you don't think about it. On your own. I, I might add just one other element that might kind of uh, color the, uh, the issue, make it a little more uh, understandable. And that is, yes, it's true that in general, the, the Palestinian people living in Gaza, uh, by the way, they're, they're actually they were Egyptian people until uh, Egypt uh, lost and Israel pushed Egypt back. And they did occupy for a while as in the rules of war, you're you're entitled to do until they can work out a solution. And then they turned it over to self-governing and, and it was the Palestinian authority. And then Hamas rose up and uh, showed more power, got them to vote on them. They lied to them said, we're going to build you nice hospitals and, and you're going to, everything's going to be wonderful only to turn it into a battleground. But what I was going to say is the people, the, the Gazan people, in general, they're waking up to the fact that Hamas is not this utopian ruling people that they thought because, yes, they're, they're being told you have to stay here. You have to die for the cause. And even uh, they look at the barbaric things that happen. But I must – here's the one thing I wanted to say to, to color this a little differently. They had been – now, because it's gone on for so long, children at the age of three, four, and five – are taught uh, for fun. You wear a suicide belt, a fake suicide belt. You wear, you take a fake rifle, a gun, a fake bayonet, and they they uh, practice pretending in their fun and games 
how they're going to how to kill a Jew, how to kill an Israeli, uh, the evil people, their cartoons. I mean, they're not the cartoons, their children's programs that they see, watch every day have a character that looks uh, strikingly like Mickey Mouse, who tells them how evil the Jewish people are and the Israeli people and and uh, and has these these acted out vignettes of of evil religious Jews coming with knives to, to attack them. So they're, they're taught, it's ingrained in them, how terrible and how evil the Israeli Jewish people are. So, so they already are raised to hate the Israeli people. So that now they're young adults, young men and women. Um, so a lot of them think that Hamas is doing a wonderful thing. Well, exactly. And that's why um, I've done quite a few articles in the past over the last 20 years and quite a few programs. But one's coming out again called Mohammed, the Quran, Hamas and Israel. When people really understand uh, the difference between the Quran and the Bible, one perpetuates love, the other hate. And uh, it goes on and how Mohammed developed the Quran and everything else. When they really understand this, They'll say, my goodness. I mean, uh, as a young child, Mohammed was nursed by a Bedouin woman. And it goes on and on. The child had numerous fits, which made Halama think he was demon-possessed. And uh, we could go on on this. Mohammed himself thought he was demon-possessed. And one of his wives says, no, you're a prophet. But uh, he first he first uh, prayed toward Jerusalem when he wanted to, uh, to be the prophet for the Jews. When they rejected him, then he turned his back and prayed toward Mecca. And we could go on and on, Roy. Right, right. And I think this is important that the world understands. Right, that that billions of people would take the word of one man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's what is so so sad. I mean... um, the, the Quran is a mixture of desert folklore and customs, revelations of Muhammad, elements of teaching of both Judaism and Christianity. And not only have parts of the Quran been lost or deliberately removed, but entire verses and chapters have been added to it. And and we could re- I've really gone into depth in this. Right, right. It's deception. It's backed by the forces of hell. And that's how uh, the wool can be pulled over people's eyes because the enemy gets in there and finds any opportunity to deceive people. And uh, that's what he does. And that's basically where we're at in the world today. I mean, they're trying to create this new world order. I mean, it's a real battle, if you want to say heaven and hell, uh, the real Mm -hmm. God and, and all of these imposters. All over right. the world, not just Islam, but all of these imposters. I mean, the United Nations led, led uh, for the most part by the beliefs in other gods or communism, sheer communism, the hatred of America, the hatred of Israel. I mean, that's why Donald Trump wanted to get us out of the United Nations. Right, right. And sadly, I, I heard that uh, there were 300 300- College and university uh, professors and leaders who signed uh, the same paper um, endorsing these protests on university campuses in favor of Hamas. I've got the articles. I've done reports on them. You're right. You are exactly right. And even leading in the protests, the marches. Leading in it. Right. These are the ones that are uh, teaching at the university level. 
the young adults of our nation. Yeah, we got Islamics, we've got uh, communists, sheer communists, and that's right. why uh, Americans, uh, when they come out of universities, well, public schools uh, itself, I wrote an article years ago, public schools, universities, enemy number one, because they are yeah. teaching them totally contrary to Judeo-Christian values, uh, they're teaching them basically to despise America. And uh, it was, unfortunately, it was... Somehow we didn't really know that much was going on. We heard bits and pieces here and there, but it's just been slowly eroding the fabric of the, the youth of America. No, you're exactly right. And uh, uh, so the world is facing, like I wrote, even the possibility. I mean, people are afraid uh, that that this could extend into a, some of everyone saying about a nuclear war. I mean, there is real concern out there, Roy. There is, because Iran is so close to um, having a nuclear weapon ready, some say even a couple weeks away from that. So uh, there could be the surprise element of uh, either Israel or combined, who knows, I don't know if the U.S. would join in with it, uh, a strike against Iran to to uh, cripple their, their uh, nuclear program. Uh, as terrible people say, well, don't do that because that's the trigger that would set everything off. Uh, my friends in the government tell me the problem is it would be a greater catastrophe not to do it. Yeah. Because once Iran has that power, they'll, they'll, they will have no qualms at all about threatening with it. Uh, I did ask a friend of mine, um, in fact, uh, if you haven't interviewed him yet, I'd love to set you up with him. Uh, his name is Jerome Edinger. He does the Edinger Report. He was the uh, former Israeli ambassador to the UN uh, years ago. And I asked him once because he came to speak to us at the Bridges for Peace um, International Board meeting one time. And I said, if Israel were to to uh, strike Iran and, and blow up their nuclear program and stop it, I said, would that be like a trigger for World War Three that, you know, all, all the other Arab nations would would be upset? And he told me two things. He said, one is people don't realize Iran is not an Arab nation. They're Persian. That's right. And, uh, That's right. They speak, they speak Arabic, but uh, people make that assumption. He said, number two is no one in the region wants Iran to have nuclear weapons. So he said, if Israel does that, the rest of the nations, here's, his terminology was, they would quietly applaud yeah. and say thank you. Because if Iran gets the other players in the other nations in the area, know that once Iran has that, they will thump their chest, say we're king of the hill now. Uh, we'll tell everybody else what you can and can't do. We will rule the roost of the Middle East. Well, you're exactly right, Roy. I've heard the same thing. You, you know, you got Shiite versus Sunni Muslims. And uh, I'll tell you what, you're right. I mean, there are so many Muslim countries that do not want Iran to get those weapons. Right. And so that that's... Well, who knows, this may, I, I, I kind of secretly suspect just on my own logic that it, it kind of has to happen. And this would be the time if they're going to do it, if they can do it. I don't even know if they can do it. Maybe, maybe there's been some secret negotiations with Israel, with these carrier ships there or something, but uh, uh, that they, this would be the time if they're going to do it for at least the world to understand 
you know, you got to cut the head of the snake off, and the head of the snake is Iran. No, no, you're exactly right. Now, you being there so long and uh, knowing the players in, in uh, Jerusalem as far as Chris Mitchell and others. and uh, uh, Joel Rosenberg. Yeah. What can you tell us now about that, those people? Uh, you know, everybody, they're careful to speculate but not try to uh, predict and say this is what prophecy is about to happen and that's what's about to happen. Uh, it looks like it could be this. It looks like it could Is it Psalm 83? Is it Ezekiel 38? Uh, what is it? Um, other prophecies uh, come into play as a possibility. Uh, but basically in Israel, the general consensus is that um, the best way to figure out prophecy is after it happens. <laughs> <laughs> what have you heard about the latest statistics as far as Israeli casualties? Uh, every day now that they've, uh, they've, they haven't even started a full land incursion yet, but they're, they're doing a calculated here and there in different places. They're trying to catch Hamas off guard. But uh, sadly, every day there are a few Israeli soldiers here and there that are being ambushed and killed. And, and um, uh, so there, I, I haven't heard the exact number. It's, it's been a relatively low number of Israeli casualties of war uh, with soldiers. Um, but um, it, it hasn't really launched full scale yet. So it's going to it's it's not getting better anytime soon. And a lot of they're saying it could be a couple of months at least. Some of their casualties come because they're trying to prevent the loss of uh, unnecessary exactly. human life uh, with uh, the people the hostages. Yeah, the, yeah, those and the and even the the people that live in Gaza and uh, you know they're targeting Hamas. They don't want civilians killed and that's a right. totally opposite mindset of Hamas. Right. And uh World opinion is so fickle that uh, just as the world was so quick to believe that uh, Israel bombed a hospital when it was an errant uh, missile from the uh, Palestinian uh, Islamic Jihad, PIJ, uh, that was trying to join in with Hamas. And uh, about one in five of their missiles go astray. And that was one of those that and it didn't even hit the hospital, you know, it hit the parking lot. Exactly. There were not 500 casualties. But can you imagine if, no matter how hard they tried, the first hostage that ends up killed as a result of Israel bombing Hamas or, or attacking them, trying to root them out, um, the whole world opinion is going to come crashing down on them. And I, I don't, I can't foresee how that can happen. There's going to be some collateral I damage. Know. There is no way that uh, this is going to, you know, I used to be a SWAT and, and uh, a member of SWAT. And, and there is no way you're going to go through this without some innocent lives taken. No way. Right, right. So, again, though, I keep saying I, I believe there will be God's stories come out of this. There will be miraculous uh, rescues and uh, surrenders or whatever, or uh, things that God himself did out of the, uh, the hands of the Israelis that only there's no other explanation but God. And the world, the Bible says all of these things that happen in Israel that the world will see and know that he is God. That's exactly right. It's all going to point to a living God and eventually to the Messiah. 
Right. Now, Roy, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm we sorry. have some, uh, give us some closing comments. We got another minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just said that nobody should, is trying to predict which prophecies are coming true. <laughs> but I have to at least say, you know, the, the Ezekiel prophecies, chapter 35, 36, 37, 38, uh, are all happening chronologically. And all of them have happened. And through Ezekiel 37, with Israel becoming a nation again, and, and all the things being fulfilled exactly like, along with Amos and so many other prophecies. But it's like God hit the pause button after 37. And people should at least take a look at Ezekiel 38 and see um, that uh, it's not only these players, but it uh, looks like Russia's going to come down and try to team up with, with Turkey. I, that's a whole other thing. I just want to say that it could happen because, like you said, anything could happen tomorrow. We don't know. But I, I don't mean that even to scare people. No. Because when these things happen, it's, I love those chapters in Ezekiel. About every other line, it says, then you'll know I am God. Then you'll know the Lord did it. Then you'll know that the world will see, the world will know. And that's what I'm excited about, that through all of this, uh, we will have actually better ways to present the gospel because we'll say, did you see what happened exactly like the Bible said? Then we will know he is God. And miracles are continuing to happen, Roy. At a rapid pace. At a rapid pace. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching, listening, the warning program. Special guest Roy Kindle. He's lived in Jerusalem for 33 years. A great man of God, missionary over there. Sings beautifully, has many albums. We've been friends for a long time. Roy, give your website real quick. S-O-W-I-J dot com. The letters stand for School of Worship in Jerusalem. But it's S-O-W-I-J God bless you, ladies and gentlemen, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Give us your best offering so we can continue on this local television radio station. We can go national. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. Thank you, Roy. God bless you. Thank you. Shalom. Shalom. I also have today as my special guest, apostolic leader, Eric Hurd. He's out of Florida now. Originally was in Oahu, Hawaii. He's been with me on different international trips, Kenya, South Korea, and other places uh, here. And uh, looking forward to uh, having him on other trips and, and, and stationed here in the future. Welcome, Eric, to the warning program once again. Thank you, Dr. Hansen. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Well, we are in uh, very, very trying times. I just printed off an article Live update, what's happening in Israel, Hamas war as Israeli ground forces attack northern Gaza. And as we all know, the world knows, October 7, 2023, Hamas made a surprise infiltration in mass, getting over the Gaza border, which the world, I did not think that could ever happen, taking the Israelis by surprise like apparently they did. I still can't believe that actually happened. But anyway, uh, over 1,400 Israelis have been killed, civilians in the initial assault primarily, uh, over 200 and I think 40 hostages taken, captive, kidnapping, over Again, 40 babies beheaded, women raped, uh, kibbutz, 
massacred. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I've been to those areas. I've been to the very kibbutz that they massacred the people inside. I've uh, been there several times visiting Shai Hermer. She was the president of the World Jewish Congress as well as in the Knesset and in his career and things like this. And um, personal friend, but I don't know if he's alive or dead. I know his son was taken hostage. I've been in his home. I've been in his bomb shelter. Uh, he's taken me all the way through the the kibbutz village. And um, I'll tell you what, uh, it's amazing what happened. I've been to Strout. I think you've been there with me, Eric. And uh Wrote, one mile from the Gaza. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I've been there at least maybe around 10 times. And they slaughtered so much of that community. Eric? Yeah, my heart goes out, Dr. Hansen, um, to the people. The hatred is so thick between the people. I was, it was, I was amazed that they were able to get through to Israel with all technology. That's a word out on the street is saying that um, there was a stand-down order. So there's so many things going on today, geopolitically, as well as biblically. And being able to cipher through these things and have a discernment, because you know with war, the propaganda is heavy on every side. So we need more discernment. We need to understand that God has written these things. I've learned, uh, and I talked with you on a broadcast earlier throughout the year, how do you deal with the stresses? Because, you know, America hasn't really expressed or seen on our shores this type of engagement, but we know it's coming. And so what do you do? And so I just say, Lord, you know, let your will be done. Let me do what you've called me to do. Is that That's to spread the good news, to share the gospel in every way I can. <laughs> To also pray and intercede, but it's a mess. I mean, people are just being, and what it is, Dr. Hansen, innocent people get caught up in the crossfire. And so I wept many tears about that, but God knows. And so it's intriguing. Yes, it is. And uh, I was in Israel earlier this year. I was in the Knesset. I I was there meeting with world uh, leaders for three solid days. And uh, I'm a part of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus leadership. And and so... uh, Again, going there, talking about peace and world peace and the importance of the relationship with Christians and uh, Jews and this and that. And so um, at that time, obviously, none of us could foresee this invasion and uh, what is happening right now. And there's always the possibility, as I have uh, many, many articles I've done many, many programs on since this war kicked off and um, how it's – uh, has the possibility of more and more expansion. In fact, more and more countries are getting involved. The United States have has uh, shot targets as far as bombs into Syria, Hezbollah targets, and other things. And uh, I'll tell you what uh, the the capabilities of an expanded, extended war are very real. And that's the concern being expressed across the globe right now that, you know, is this going to turn into a a nuclear war? Is this going to turn into a world war? I know Israel, I believe, is is determined that this time they're going to 
take out Hamas, and I don't blame them. I think personally Hamas should have been taken out a long time ago. The Palestinian people, if you want to use that word Palestinian people, although in actuality these are just Arabs that were from Jordan and Egypt originally, and and now we call them Palestinians. And if you trace that all the way back, Israel's been in that country for over 3,000 years, and um, they were all from Palestine, so to speak. But anyway, you know, Jordan, Egypt, and the Muslim nations, they've been using these Arabs instead of allowing them into their own countries as a pawn because the charter of Hamas, they don't want peace with Israel. Israel's offered them five times a two-state solution, five times. They didn't take it. They, in their charter, want to wipe Israel off their land, totally wipe them off the face of the earth. And then America. And so I just, I'm just, uh, I just started, well, I just finished an article. It'll come out soon about uh, understanding Islam and what Islam is all about and Muhammad is all about and that the constitution, the ideology that uh, they plan no matter where they migrate. They're not loyal to that country's constitution. They're loyal to Islam. And uh, they want to take over every nation under Islam. And uh, in the United States, you have all of these Arabs marching for Hamas. Now, these are these are Americans. Well, you know, if you're going to come into the country, if you take in an oath to be loyal to the constitution, personally, Eric, I tell you, I would round these people up, arrest them, and deport them. Because if you're not going to be loyal to the to the oath you took to be to the Constitution of the United States, you don't have our values. Well, what are you doing in this land? What are you doing here? You're backing Hamas that wants to end their charter to wipe off uh, Israel and America. What are you doing here? Exactly. Well, this is what they do. This is nothing new. They come in and they'll assimilate to some point until they get numbers. Once they get the numbers and they organize, then it's about the takeover. And as you see it over in the uh, European nations and the West over in Canada and the invasion, as you spoke about in your dreams, they're coming through. So America have to, has to be, Americans have to be very vigilant right now more than ever because you have terrorists coming through. I think I just read earlier that there was over 800 uh, terrorists that came through. And that's just probably just a, uh, a drop in the bucket. They can cause great havoc. And so you have so many agendas going on right now. It's just really, you have to abide in the safe place. Uh, this I heard the Lord speak to my heart. It says that watch and pray. Let your spirit be at peace because I'll, you know, I'm here for you. And stand back from all this. There's so much emotion. There's so much agenda going on. How do you shift that? And then also the hatred is this. I mean, how do you break the hatred? Other than having a relationship with Jesus Christ, that hatred cannot be broken. And it's going to lead to more and more bloodshed. You know, I just did a a message last weekend. I spoke on it's time to fully trust God. To fully trust God. You know, Deuteronomy 7, 13, 15, and 21. He will love you and bless you and multiply you. And the Lord will take away from you all sickness. The Lord your God, the great and awesome God, is among you. You know, it's time to fully 
trust God. Not, you know, people say they trust God and then they have a nervous breakdown. They say they trust God and, and we pray and, and then they worry themselves sick and can't sleep. Fully trust God. And so you pray and you don't worry about it. You go to sleep even if you hear gunshots. It's time to fully trust God. Eric? <laughs> exactly. That's so powerful because I like what you said, uh, and I use that and I share it with others, that nothing can happen to you unless God allows it. That's right. And if he allows it, nothing you can do about it. <laughs> you know? And so death is really not... As you know, uh, as we make it, it's just a doorway. And God decides for the ch- his children. He decides who goes when, where and how and how come. So we need to rest in him and fulfill his will is sharing the gospel because God loves the world. So he doesn't want anyone to perish. He doesn't even want the wicked. You know, I was I was sharing with the Lord. We just talked. I said, Lord, you're so patient. I said, I'm really not that patient. Uh, all the information and intel that I have right now concerning all these wicked ones and what they're doing with the children and just the corruption everywhere, I've already wiped them out. I've been like the sons of thunder already. I didn't call fire down from heaven, but you know, <laughs> God, I'm not God. <laughs> you know? So so the wicked should be really, really grateful that God is still so long-suffering and patient because he's not willing that any should perish. Well, that's totally correct. In fact, we got a sermon coming up on the love of God, and you just talked about it a little bit. You'd wipe them out, but the love of God, and uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the grace of God. Uh, I've done a lot of uh, blogs this week on the grace of God. If it wasn't for the grace of God, America wouldn't be here. So the grace of God. Many, you know, we live under grace, and, and Christians, you know, we live under grace, but the time sometimes we don't want to give grace. We're under grace. Uh, we're we, you know we we are so happy that God gives us grace, no matter how many mistakes we make. But sometimes we don't give grace. Eric, yeah. So grace, the grace of God is so awesome and so wonderful. Uh, there's a great saying that we've heard for many years that, except for the grace of God, so go I. But shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbids. And so we're going to have to turn God's graces there for sure for all people everywhere, even for those who haven't grown up knowing uh, or having any Christian foundation. They grew up as Muslims. That's all they knew. And so but God is moving all over the world because he's not willing that any should perish. And he has no pleasure in the death of the wicked. So we have to extend grace to others as Christ has extended grace to us. And um, his grace and, and mercy and love is so great that, again, if it was according to my human understanding and my human judgment, you know, this is why we're not in control and not in charge, because God knows the ins and outs. Let's get to some headline news. It says Cornell University said Thursday it has canceled classes for a day after a student was charged with making anti-Semitic threats, including one to shoot up a dining hall that serves kosher food eric but people are getting all emotionally tied up and tangled up and uh, of course war is ugly and propaganda is at the all-time high we have noticed in ukraine war fake news fake buildings that were destroyed people having parties in uh, ukraine so we have to be aware of the propaganda. But I think, Dr. Hanson, that many hearts are being revealed right now for what they are. The scripture tells us in Revelation 
that he that's filthy, let him be filthy still. He that's righteous, let him be righteous still. So the hearts are being revealed. Uh, again, we have to have extra, extra vigilance and diligence today to uh, be aware of our surroundings because anything can happen at any time. Says breaking. Blinken says Russia leaving nuclear test ban treaty. Significant step in wrong direction. AFP. Well, you know, these nations don't trust the United States <laughs> because the United States has broken so many treaties and laws, international laws, and uh, they just violated that will. And so the nations are saying we're not going to be tied up. We're going to be able to make sure that we can respond in case there is a nuclear strike. AMA, Encyclopedia of Medicine, 1989. Coronavirus equals common cold. Eric? So many. Over 5 billion people have taken at least one dose of this mRNA injection. 5 billion. At least one dose. Over the common cold. Some people say that what we call cold is actually the body detoxing seasonally. So you go through all of the sneezing and coughing and fevers because the body is detoxing and re-regulating. And so, um, you know, they they market this coronavirus, which changes every year. So, again, and it's according to everyone's unique individual uh, systems in their body. So the whole premise of a virus uh, seems to be what I'm looking at is just uh, it's it's fraudulent. I'm looking at the Sacred Blue Tint channel. It says nearly one in three COVID-19 vaccine recipients suffered neurological side effects. Well, that's what we're experiencing now. And people are being gaslighted. Uh, you know, they go to the doctor and say, I'm having some, some issues. I know all of us should be aware of our bodies and how they work. And we know when there's something not right. My wife was uh, at work and she was dealing with a patient there. They deal in pain relief. But anyway, the guy had come in for a couple of weeks saying he had he was feeling something different about his body. And so they just gaslighted him saying, oh, you know, you're OK. And I I contribute everything, every side effect until it is proven not to be. I consider it because of the jab and the toxicity of the jab and the poison that's going through people's systems, pre-existing uh, diseases that they may have, diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, cancer that has been dormant, now springing up again. Anyway, this individual was telling uh, the uh, clinic there that he was having some issues. He needed an MRI. He needed some some work done. Come to find out, Dr. Hansen, he had bone cancer. Wow. Yeah, and so people are just coming up with all sorts of ailments. I think it was over 1,200. They found over 1,200 adverse effects of these jabs. Says breaking. U.S. Senator Marco Rubio, Iran has now ordered 30 attacks on America. This is why we have to be vigilant today. Uh, I would recommend that if you are able to be armed, uh, you have to be able to protect yourself. The police are not coming for you. When the chaos begins, as you have talked about civil war, uh, the the police are not going to be able to stop every attack. They can attack substations, uh, communication equipment. Uh, power lines. So they're coming in to destroy and to cause havoc. And if you have these many people coming in that are truly invaders, you won't know who you're fighting. Well, again, March 20, 2020, 25 dreams. Civil unrest, we have seen it. Civil war, 
We're on the brink of it and an invasion. Uh, without a military invasion, this is an invasion. Millions and millions and millions of people. I'm looking at a caravan right now. Just multitudes of people, endless people coming in. Migrant caravan leaves southern Mexico for the U.S. on October 30th. This is a total invasion. And so many of them are fighting age from different countries. Uh, certainly Hamas, Hezbollah, and others. The cartels, I mean, we have got people inside America wanting to hurt us. I I did programs talking on all-day conferences for the last 20 years, already talking about sleep, you know, sleeper cells, Muslim sleeper cells. Now where are we at with millions and millions and millions that have come in since Biden took over? Well, the prophetic, prophetic voice is usually before his time, the warnings are given before destruction. God has given us an opportunity to change, to repent, to turn from our wicked ways as a nation. But we ignore that. We are uh, experiencing bread and circus now. We're still watching football games. Uh, well, our military has been decimated with these mRNA injections. Many people of fighting age have been uh, injected, experiencing all type of uh, modalities, Heart problems. How can you fight if you have a heart problems? Okay, pilots have been injected. So how can you fly airplanes? This agenda was well thought out. And again, if something starts, you don't know who is who is what is where. Because again, we were thinking a red dawn. They were coming in off of airplanes and parachuting into the United States and in uniform. But we don't know who we're walking past from day to day. Professor says anyone who promotes RNA vaccines as effective and safe, anyone who claims that nothing can happen to your drone is either incredibly ignorant or endlessly evil. I would say endlessly evil <laughs> because, I mean, it's been proven now. They tried to censor the doctors starting in 2020 throughout currently now. They've come out with so much information. So many things have been leaked. So many people have died suddenly. If you go on Twitter, if you have an account, hashtag died suddenly. People are just dropping uh, left and right from the young to the eldest. They're dropping like flies, unfortunately. And will we allow this to become commonplace? Uh, we can't allow it. And they have to be held accountable. We cannot let them off the hook. Says first they let them in and now they want to kick them out. How about better immigration control in the first place? Nordic countries to cooperate more on returning migrants to countries of origin. The Nordic governments intend to step up their cooperation to return immigrants without legal residence in the region to their countries of origin. Ministers from the five countries said in a joint press conference in Copenhagen on Tuesday. Well, Dr. Anthony, you think these people are going back without a fight? These people have been promised so much in living off the taxpayers' dollars, the, the, the government's largesse. You think they're going to go out and, this, and all the women and, and free clothing and free food and free lodging? They're not, they're not going to go uh, without a fight. So it's, I think it's a little, bit, uh, little too late right now. And it will take a military to do this because our government officials, they don't have the, the fortitude to be able to round these people up and send them back. Go back to what? Well, all through Europe, I'll tell you what, they know that it has failed, and I'll tell you what, 
civil war is on the brink of horizon. Bombshell, Anthony Fauci, run lab in Montana, experimented with coronavirus strain shipped in from Wanhoon a year before COVID pandemic began. U.S. taxpayers' money was used to experiment with coronavirus from the Chinese lab, thought to be the source of the COVID pandemic more than a year before the global outbreak, an investigation has found. The National Institutes of Health under Dr. Anthony Fauci leadership infected 12 Egyptian fruit bats with a SARS-like virus called WIVI at a lab in Montana in 2018, just 15 minutes away from the Maryland presidential retreat, Camp David. This guy should be arrested. Even worse. This is uh, genocide. It's, it's, it's premeditated. I know you were in law enforcement. Premeditated. This has been planned for a long time. This guy has been in his hands and so much with children in New York experimenting on them. The AIDS epidemic, uh, shooting them with AZT, the uh, remdesivir that was proven not to be effective in trials were given to people. I, I know at least at least 20 people that either been injured or, or died because of this injection. And then you times that about by everyone. So, I mean, he needs to be held accountable at the highest level. This is uh, premeditated, in my opinion. Justin, I ran back to the network. A sophisticated cyber operators akin to those that work with Russia and China who have the capacity to tunnel into government systems and or disable companies' entire computer networks. Tehran has launched attacks in the United States in the past, but the risk is far higher and more serious in the light of the conflict in Gaza. Well, because of America's pride, Dr. Hansen, and, and hubris, we're open to the judgments of God. And these people are serious. They have nothing to lose at this point. It's either all or nothing right now. So, you know, we have uh, our young people and young generation taking selfies and, you know, and um, developing porn sites and, and so occupied with social media and, and likes. And these are the people that are in position right now, even in our military. You know, they, I don't think we have a, a serious fighting force. We have uh, transsexuals and, and transvestites and all type of people in high position. Yeah, we're at a point right now that we really need to uh, really humble ourselves. Like you said, I think the only thing that we're gonna gonna uh, help us is a national spiritual repentance. That's the only thing. Again, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, join Eagle Saving Nations. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. If you don't help us bring a national repentance, revival, the power of the Holy Spirit coming down on the church once again, uh, you have nobody but yourself to blame when we lose America and your family is a victim, either from people that are shooting Americans, people that have come across the border, outright civil war, or the government itself Coming down on the church, martial law, communism. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Breaking news. Putin revokes Russia's ratification of nuclear test ban treaty. So first we had China. Now we have Russia. So they're not playing games. They know that they're going to have to respond. And they may preemptively respond. Only God knows right now. But again, they're coming, walking out of these talks. They're not agreeing because we, they know that the United States do not keep their word 
for the most part. So they have to be protect their, their uh, interests as well. Says alert. China said Thursday its troops were on constant high alert after the United States and Canadian warships passed through the Taiwan Strait. Yes, they're getting in position, Dr. Hansen. So all it takes is one shot over the bow and it starts. Says UN Plasticis, U.S. and Aussie land, land grab fueled by environmental Marxism and net zero cult. The EPA and the Australian Department of Climate Change has signed a memorandum of understanding to eventually regulate land rights. The host of Uncensored, Maria Z, is back with Stu to talk about. Yeah, well, you that, know, you know that's, a U, that's a UN and Gates working yeah. on a U.S.-Australia land grab. Exactly. This is the 15-minute cities. Okay, this is the World Economic Forum. Forum. Okay, you own nothing, and you will be happy. And no, we're not going to let you steal uh, the people's hard earnings uh, and pat, being able to pass these things and, and inheritance down to the children. I had to do more research, but I heard that IRS possibly, I have to do more research on this, not here, here or there, but I heard something, that they won't allow you to pass on your inheritance to your children. Uh, something that was written into the um, into their uh, regulations. So anyway, I'll do more research on that. I'll let you know what I find. Worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations. 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Give us your very best donation. We need money to continue to sound the alarm. Put this on national television. Stop this insanity in trying to save America from the communistic infiltration right now to topple the republic may god richly bless you shannon hey that was a great set of interviews today uh brother ej tell people again how they can partner with world ministries international and support your work okay they can go to our website which is uh warning at world at worldministries.org that's worldministries.org they can also telephone us by uh, here in the United States at 360-629-5248. That's 360-629-5248. Our mailing address is World Ministries International at P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Once again, World Ministries International, or WMI, at P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. We accept a Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover, PayPal. We, <coughs> we also receive Zelle. And the reference for Zelle is warning at worldministries.org. Fantastic. I encourage everybody to go over and become a partner with the warning program, worldministries.org. Brother EJ, thank you. Uh, for the program today. It's an honor to partner with you all. We love and appreciate the work you're doing, and uh, we'll see you next time on the program. And we appreciate you so much, Shannon, for having us on your program. It's a fantastic program. Thank you, Brother EJ. God bless you all. Bless you. Bye-bye. Folks, uh, the warning program with Dr. Jonathan Hansen every week. And that was Dr. E.J. Buckhart sitting in for Dr. Hansen today. Um, those were some interviews that were just recently recorded that we played for you today. 
Okay, we were going to have the Benton courts on tonight, but um, <clears throat> this morning rather, but uh, they are uh, recovering from the flu. Please lift them up in prayer. We will have a program tonight. We're going to have uh, the Demon Hotline on from 8 to 10 Eastern. We'll have Victor Mravlag bringing the word, and then the second hour we're going to open up the phone lines for prayer. Let's come back and do another program. I'm going to save this, and we'll be right back. Get ready to refresh MixLR. Here we go. <laughs> 